hallelujah. I pray that it is well with each and every one of you. Oh, and I pray strength for today's journey. Whatever, hallelujah, that you are faced with today, I pray the strength of God, the wisdom of God, and the spirit of God, oh, lead and guide you this day, that you will not miss God today, that you will receive everything that he has for you spiritually, financially, physically, and materially, that you will not miss the blessings of the Lord today. Hallelujah. That your discernment will be king and that you will walk in the spirit all this day. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Um, before we get started, does anybody have anything that they would like to share um, this morning? Glory to God. Praise be unto God. Hallelujah. Who always calls us to triumph in Christ Jesus. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. So this morning, I'm going to start saying good morning, mercy. And after mercy, good morning to all the listeners. And everyone thought it not robbery to get on this prayer line this morning. And I tell you, I've been up sometime this morning, quite early. And we've been going over some things concerning discernment. Pastor Sheila has been doing a, a super fantastic job with the Word of God concerning the, the times that we are living in. And there's so much in the studying of the Word that uh, talking about discernment. And I thought about it, and I said, God... This month is one of the months that we really need to be able to discern what's going on. Mm. Uh, well, why are you saying that? Uh, well, the world, oh my God, has thank you, Jesus. A, a day of celebrating Eva, Halloween. <laughs> And we're known to a lot of us, even church folks are getting involved with this stuff, this demonic activities and what they do. It's so much, it, we can't do it in one section, but it's so much attached to it. You're going to know this coming week, you're going to have so many churches getting involved with this demonic activity. And having mm -hmm. and everybody involved in it and knowing this is a time of great destruction from the way of the enemy. But I'm just going to quickly go through some scripture, if it's permissible, on discernment. Yes. Thank oh my you, God. Jesus. And I, I hope you have your, your paper and your pencils. If you don't have the Bible, but we always try to say, have your Bible, your pencils, and your papers. It's so important. We we in the school of learning of kingdom principles. Glory to God. And I'm just going to go through these scriptures and 
and after that, whatever the Lord would do, but I just felt in my spirit, this is the time that we need to address these. We need to get rid of some of the things that we taught and our involvement in. And we sometimes wonder why that things are happening. We got to take off and put on new garments. Glory to God. It's not like taking a bath and putting on the old smelly stuff that we had on before. <laughs> God. But here we go. I hope you got your papers and your pencil. First John 4 and 1 said, Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirit to see whether they are from God. For many false prophets have gone out into the world. Hebrews 5, 14 says, But solid food is for the mature, for those who have the powers of discernment trained by constant practice to distinguish good from evil. Philippians 1, 9 and 10 said, It is my prayer that your love may abound more and more with knowledge and all discernment so that you may prove what is excellent and so be pure and blameless for the day of Christ. Hebrews 4 12 says, For the word of God is living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword, pushing the division of the soul and of the spirit and of the joints of marrow and discerning the thoughts and intentions of the heart. Romans 12, 2 admonishes us, do not be conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. Verse King 3 and 9 said, give your servant, therefore, and understanding mind to govern your people that I may deserve good and evil for who is able to govern that this your great people James 1 and 5 says if any of you like wisdom wisdom is attached to discernment let him ask of God who, who gives generously to all without reproach and will be given him 1 Corinthians 2 and 14, the natural man does not accept the things of the Spirit of God, for they are folly to him, and he is not able to understand them because they are spiritually discerned. John 7, 24 says, do not judge by appearances, but judge with right judgment. Thessalonians 5.21 But testing everything hold fast what is good. 1 Corinthians 14.33 says For God is not a God of confusion but a God of peace as in the churches of the saints. 2 Corinthians 11 
verses 13 to 15 said, For such men are false apostles, deceitful workmen, disguising themselves as apostles of Christ. And no wonder, for even Satan disguises himself as an angel of light. So it is no surprise if his servants also disguise themselves as servants of righteousness, they in will correspond to their deeds. Matthew 10, 16 says, Behold, I am sending you out as sheep in the midst of wolves, so be wise as serpents and innocents as doves. First Corinthians 12, 10 says to another the working of miracles, to another prophecy, to another the ability distinguished between spirits, to another various kinds of tongues, to another the interpretations of tongues, and it goes on and on. Psalms 119, 25, I am your servant. I, I, I take that for me today. I am your servant. Give me understanding that I may know your testimonies. Colossians 2 and 8. See to it that no one take you captive by philosophies and empty deceit according to human traditions, according to the elemental spirits of the world and not according to Christ. 1 Timothy 6, 3 to 5 said, if anyone teaches a different doctrine and does not agree with the sound words of our Lord Jesus Christ and the teaching that accords with the godliness, he is puffed up with conceit and, and understands nothing. He has an unhealthy craving for controversial and for quarrels about words which produce envy and dissensions slander, evil suspicions, and constant friction among people who are depraved in mind and depraved of the truth, imagining that godliness is what we need to have today. So I thank God to give you those, giving us those words today so that we can get into the word and study those words. And again, Hosea 14 and 9 says, Whosoever is wise, let him understand these things. Whoever is discerning, let him know them for the way of the Lord's light. And the upright walk in them. But transgressors will stumble in them. Proverbs 22 and 1 through 5 says, My son, if you receive my word and treasure up my commandments with you, making your ear attentive to wisdom and inclining your heart to understanding. Yes, if you call out for insight and raise your voice for understanding, if you seek it like silver and search for it as for hidden treasures, then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. 
1 Timothy 4 and 1 said, Now the Spirit explicitly says that in the latter time, some will depart from the faith by devoting themselves to deceitful spirits and teaching of demons. Let me tell you, saints of God, I hope that those of you that are listening, that's caught between the opinion to whether you really want to serve God or not, or you want to play church instead of becoming a church of the living God by faith, let these scriptures that I gave today, it's enough to study to keep you busy setting that time along with him to know the word of God. This is the month, the death day of the last day of the month where they're celebrating Halloween where a lot of diabolical and devilish and unholy things happen people have been snatched babies have been sacrificed and let me tell you let us not take it lightly churches involving themselves in it listen come out from among them hey God be a shepherd, said the Lord. Be an example of a believer. Hey, God. Yes, Jesus. My God, it is high time that we wake out of sleep. Time for slumbering is no more. Let us put on the armor of light and be that example for the world to see. Get to be different. Glory to God. We have called out for kingdom purposes in Jesus' name. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Amen. 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 Amen, Mother. Thank you so much. And you know what? That is so that is so true. And those are are things that we don't adhere to. You know, see that's why the word of God tells us all these things about discernment and to know. And then, you know what, we have to, before we embark upon something and be a part of it, if we would search it out to see what it really means, it seems so innocent. It seems so innocent, but the majority of us are so quick to join in because it seems okay. You know, it's fun. It's it brings joy. We think everything that brings joy. Oh well, what what harm is it going to do? But there are some things that do that does great harm. That does great harm. And if um, you know these different holidays before we start to celebrate them and put ourselves in them, we need to understand the entire meaning of. <clears throat> we we need to understand the depthness and the meaning of what's really taking place. When we were in the world, yes, we did these things because before I found out, you know, I allowed my children to participate in it. But when I came into the knowledge of the truth, I explained it to them and we, you know, we left it alone, you know, so I didn't do it anymore. So, you know, just like Mother said, you know, the church is getting involved and, you know, telling the children, well, don't wear a demonic um, costume. 
get you an angel or something that's pleasant and, and bring the children to the church. And we got not trick bags, but we got treat bags for the children and we're going to do it this way we're going to do it early so that you can be in the in the house and you know the children won't have to go from door to door or whatever whatever you know but we cannot be involved we cannot have our hand in anything that god is against anything that represents evil we cannot have our hand in it we cannot participate in those things so you know let us therefore learn um of the different holidays the origination of them before we embark upon the participation in them so you know what halloween is um you know which has been going on all this month and there are some of us that have prayed against it and prayed, you know, because we have an understanding thereof. But tomorrow is the final conclusion. It's the final conclusion of the matter. You know, Satan always has a duplication of what God does. You know, on Christmas, we celebrate the birth of Jesus and recognize him as the savior of the world. Tomorrow, um, which is the final day of the celebration of, <laughs> of a satanic ritual and a great evil. If you only had the inside view of what was going to take place tomorrow, uh, it's the final conclusion and it's the worst day of their celebration. To them, it's the greatest day, but it is the worst day of the celebration. And um, glory to God, we still have to pray. Satan, he, he, he plots and plans and schemes every day. But tomorrow is a celebration of all those who worship him doing the greatest evil that they could commit. Relinquishing themselves and, and giving their allegiance to him by any and all means tomorrow. So you know what? We still need to pray. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And I know even in the midst of that, before some of those people make that final allegiance to Satan, God got a way of their escape. Amen. God got a way of their escape. So pray, y'all, today and tomorrow. Get yours out, Lord. Get them out. Get them out. You know, they got secret places. And it's just a lot of things that's going on and it could be going on in our neighborhood. Right in our neighborhood, right next door, right in the region we live. Things are happening. But you know what? That's an intense study. And now some things that will be said and done 
And I'm going to say we have to pray for the immature because it is a subject for the mature. Yeah. It is a subject matter for the mature. So, you know, I'm, I'm talking in circles in a sense, but I'm giving you some information to pray. That's all I'm asking you to do because it is an intense subject and it's not for the faint at heart and it's not for the immature. It is for a mature saint. But I will say this. There is a book by Rebecca Brown and it's called He Came to Set the Captive Free. Yes. Amen. Now that is a beginning for those who will pray. Now let me say if you decide to read the book you're going to have to fast and you're going to have to pray. You got to be real with God. You got to be sincere in your walk with him. If you're not, if you have something, do not buy that book. Do not read it. But if you are sincere and you want to know the truth, you want to embark upon a real relationship with God, you are governed by his spirit. You are filled with the Holy Ghost. Buy the book. And it, 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 when it says he came to capture free, you will see. That there was a sister that was engulfed in all of that satanic worship and her journey in becoming free. And she does expose some details in that book. And there are others. And I'm, you know, but I say it's not for the faint at heart, it's not for the immature. It is for the mature. It's not a fairy tale. It is real. It's a real, true account of a freedom from satanic worship. So we bless the name of Jesus. We just continue to pray and to seek God today and tomorrow and pray for those who who are engulfed because God got some people who have not given their full allegiance to Satan that yet in the midst of all of it he can still bring them out Amen. glory to God and I'm going to give you this brief, this brief testimony that I heard I don't know the sister but I heard of her testimony you know what she was a woman of God and God had a great mission for her and in order for God to do use her in that manner she had to completely sell out to the Lord and she sold out to God she gave God her everything she gave up her job she gave up everything that she wanted in order to serve God to preach the gospel and you know what God you know made her to know I got one mission that's going to cost you everything and asked her was she willing and she said she was willing it is true y'all nothing made up the sister said yes to the Lord one by one her entire family died where there was nobody left but her all she had was Jesus all she had 
was God the Father, the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, and the Holy Ghost. That's all she had. No family, no distant cousins, no immediate family. All she had was God and the family of God. And on Halloween, before the final conclusion, God took her in the midst. He took her to their hiding place, to their ritual place, where the final ceremony was going to be held. And Satan um, acknowledges himself as the um, greatest. Let me put it, I'm, I'm trying to not say things I shouldn't say. Glory to God. But God sent her in the midst. And she appeared there because God had a couple of souls in there that need to be brought out. And she boldly stood. The Spirit of the Lord was with her. And all of the satanic, the demonic people and animals had to bag down because the Spirit of the Lord was present greatly present with her and in her and they could not come nigh her though they wanted to kill her they couldn't and God sent her in for two souls and others who wanted to come out but those two souls she went in and she got those souls and they wanted to know how did you find us how did you get past all of our demonic guards and all of the demonic things that an ordinary man cannot withstand nor pass by but because she had sold completely out to God and he was with her and she took on the mission that God gave her knowing it may cost her life God protected her and she went into the midst of a coven where nothing was present but demonic forces. And she stood before Satan and declared the glory of God and two souls. Many had a chance to walk out, but two souls walked out with her. And they were the ones that were telling the story and were exposing the wiles of the devil. And after that, they really don't know. And she labored with them and she disappeared. Nobody, they didn't know from that day afterward that she taught them and made sure they were fully saved. She disappeared and nobody knew what happened to her. See, you know what? God is real and he is true. There is nothing impossible with God. And we know. See, there are things God may ask us to do and it may cost us everything. So, you know, as mother was telling us, it's time to be real. She said every time she get on the line, it stop, it's time to stop playing church and be the church. Hallelujah. And she said, she ain't talking about a physical building. 
She's talking about that church not made by hand. That's what's on the inside of you. Glory to God. Knowing that you are saved, sanctified, and filled with God's word and with his spirit. That you abide in it on a daily basis. Glory to God. And I know this is a, you know, God orchestrates our steps. He does. And I know this is in line with the will of God. Because what he gave me this morning when I got up was Matthew, the sixth chapter and the 36th verse. I mean, 30, verse 33. And it said, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Take therefore no thought for the morrow, for the morrow shall take thought for the things of itself. Sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. Glory to God. What was God talking? What was Jesus talking about? Hallelujah. You know, they was worried about, um, they was worried and, and full of anxiety about uh, what we going to eat, what we going to drink, what we going to put on, you know, what we going to do. Hallelujah. They were worried about the things for over in the future. How are we going to make it? What are we going to do? But Jesus told them, if you seek the kingdom of God first and his righteousness, all these things going to be added to you. Food, clothing, shelter, provision, protection. Even in the midst of your storm, I'm still there. And I'm going to bring you out. I'm going to provide for you. Glory to God. See, because we all have work to do for the kingdom of God. We don't know the intensity thereof. And every time we open our mouth, the true saints of God, those who are living holy, just, and righteous, sanctified for his purpose, not half-stepping. Every time we open our mouth and speak the word of truth, the word of God, and declare his glory, our lives can be snuffed out. The enemy desires to kill, to steal, and destroy us. Destroy our character. Destroy our integrity. Destroy our lives. Kill us. Graveyard dead, as the older people used to say. Hallelujah. You know, want to bring us back to the place where we are dead in trespasses and sin. He want us to deny Christ. Amen. You know, in all ways. He want to kill us dead. No life. Snuff the life out of us. For some of us, he want to keep us here and he want us to be the walking dead. Turn against God to return back to sin. But God says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And those things may be hard. It may not always be what you want to. But he said, I'm going to add things to you. I'm going to add these things. Tomorrow will take care of itself. 
live for today. Today. I'll make provision for you today. Tomorrow has not come, but when tomorrow comes, the things for tomorrow will be there. Yesterday is gone, but live for today. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. You know, and all the things that mother was talking about. Glory to God. It's a necessity. All the scriptures that she gave, we did talk about some, but she gave them, and I hope you wrote them down. Glory to God to go back as a reference. Read them now and keep them as a reference. Amen. You know, for discernment. For your to be, you know, a wise, wise men and women. Glory to God. Because we are living. We are living. Glory to God. In that day. Hallelujah. I'm going to do a different twist. And I'm going to say this quickly. In Ezekiel 37. When God sent Ezekiel, you know, the valley of dry bones. That's what the church is. A valley of dry bones. A, a valley of dry bones. Glory to God. They have no spirit, no life, no righteousness in them. It's a bunch of entertainment and foolishness. In most, not all. Churches, you don't get salvation, you get entertained. You can twerk in the church. You can dance any kind of way. You can say any kind of thing. You can wear anything in the church. Glory to God. Do y'all know prostitutes are soliciting men in the church? Y'all know that? Yes, amen. They got sex trafficking, trafficking going on in the church. They're selling people, buying and selling people in the church. They're selling weed in the church. They got the drug trade going, money laundering. Going on in the church. Come on, the valley of dry bones. Mm. The valley of dry bones. No life. But see, God. God want to send us. Yeah. Just like he did Ezekiel. In the, in the valley. Badia, sandadia, see. In the valley of dry bones. That we can offer life. And more abundantly through Christ Jesus to those who have no life. You know, and we got no time to play. It's not, it's not strange or something new that God gave Minister Tasha for us to study discernment. And all the ways that it is necessary in our everyday lives. Because we're encountering people with no life in them. And we have life. What is life? The spirit of God and the word of God. In the name of Jesus. We are in the midst of the valley of dry bones. That's why he told us, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. You know what is that? Meaning put God first. Take no thought for yourself. Don't let the love of God shine forth in you that you will preach this gospel to those who are in the valley of dry bones, dead in trespasses and sin, with no life, no chance of 
no chance of survival. But hell is their domain. Those who we need to go to. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness. Let the love of God abide in you. That you will take no thought for nothing except for God. And trust him. And trust yourself in his hand. Knowing that he will keep you and protect you. That you will fulfill all. And receive all that God has for you. Let me tell y'all something. If nobody ever recognize you down here on this earth. If nobody ever give you anything. If suffrage and suffering is your line in life. Know this. If you are in Christ Jesus, it's not in vain. Amen. Because there is a life. There is a blessing greater than any blessing that you can receive upon the face of this earth. And it is called reigning in eternity with God the Father and His Son, Jesus Christ. Glory to God. I am, I am a person that has not been given much. Everything I got, God gave it to me. People don't readily come up to me and give, 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 and do, do, do like a lot of people get. I'm not a very real. God loves me and the host of heaven is with me. And those who love me, y'all who love me, love me. But let me tell y'all, I am not a very well-liked person. And when I go forth to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ, y'all hear what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. But, but you know what? Mother, you know what I'm talking about. Yes, I do. Yes, Glory I do. to God. Mm-hmm. But you know what? Hallelujah. I love God enough to continue Amen. To take and to stand in the midst of those who hate me. You know, the word of God says, remember, they first, Jesus told his disciples, remember, they first hated me. Remember, they first, they first persecuted me. And he was, in other words, he was saying, if you're going to follow me, if you're going to follow the word of God, you're going to abide in God. Arm yourself likewise. So I just thank the Lord. You know, I thank God for the word this morning, Mother, because you stirred up something. And we need to be stirred up by the word. Hallelujah. And let us therefore take these scriptures. Read Matthew 6. The entire chapter to understand exactly what he's talking about in 33 verses 33 and 34. Read Ezekiel, the 37th chapter, and you'll see how the Lord sent him to the valley of dry bones to resuscitate them. They were dead, but God sent a resuscitation to bring them back alive. Read it today. Understand what the word of God is saying. Amen? Amen. Yes, Amen. Hallelujah. Come on, Sister Cheryl, with our announcements. Glory to God. And afterward, if there be uh, any brief comments, we'll um, we'll hear them. Glory to God. Good morning. Thank you, everyone. Good morning, Sheila. 
The announcements for We Believe God Good morning. are as follows. We have several ways in which you can hear today's message again. You can become part of our text community by texting the word subscribe to 786-258-8246. That way you can receive the entire recording for the day. We Believe God prayer line phone number has been upgraded to just one number dialing without the access code, and that number is 
God, we just give you glory and we give you honor, Lord. Be with us throughout this day. Continue, Lord, to teach us. Continue, Lord, to impute your righteousness within us at all times. And for all things this day, we give you all the honor and all the glory. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen.